0: Prepare your heart to be moved by God through the preaching and teaching of his word as delivered at Truth Gatherers Dream Center Church. Acts 2, it says when the day of Pentecost was fully come, they were all with one accord and in one place. And suddenly, out of nowhere, there came a sound from heaven as of a rushing mighty wind. Now some of us read and we don't go into our elementary imagination. The first thing the teachers try to teach you is imagination. Yeah. It said, And it came in, imagine sitting there in one place and all of a sudden a sound from heaven comes in as a rushing mighty wind. And it filled The house where they were sitting and there appeared unto them cloven tongues like as a fire and imagine this and it sat upon each of them tell your neighbor you too and it sat upon each of them and they were all filled with the Holy Ghost and began to speak with other tongues after the Spirit gave them utterance. I want to try to preach for the next few minutes. <laughs> look at your neighbor and say, ask for the fire. Come on, look at the neighbor to the other side and just tell him, say, ask for the fire. Now go ahead and give God praise in advance. Come on, tell him, say, ask for the fire. Ask for the fire. I'm already tickled in the Holy Ghost because Sister Cynthia tried to warn y'all. She tried to. She kept telling y'all. Now she ain't seen none of my notes, but she sold in the spirit. She kept saying, y'all, I feel the fire. (laughs) And I want to preach a few minutes. Ask for the fire. Ask for the fire. One of the most um, arresting and suggestive metaphors in the bible is the one of fire it's almost a phenomenon how god uses fire and the imagery thereof to paint a strong picture another word for fire is light so think about it this way think about the scripture that says "Ye are the light of Of the world, when you think about fire having a definition, the light having a definition for fire, and fire having a definition of the light, it makes you read that scripture to say that we are the fire of the world. Uh, This fire communicates the very presence of God. In one instance, it's especially evident during the burning bush when God was revealing Himself to Moses. This revealing of this burning bush, when God is talking to Moses, God uses fire to communicate destiny to Moses. Yeah. Moses is leading his life, he's keeping sheep, but he don't know that he's about to lead people. But God reveals himself as fire to get a message that you just more than somebody's son. Yeah. You got purpose in you. Yeah. He does it through fire. This angel of the Lord appeared to Moses uh, uh, through a blazing fire in a bush. The bush was on fire, but the bush was not consumed. It shows you that God will light you a fire and not burn you up. It means that he'll put a fire in you and that same fire that's in you will keep you. That's what it means. It means because that fire with Moses, that burning bush was on fire, but it never was consumed. It says something about your DNA in the spirit if you ever have the fire it means you will burn and you won't run out because what happened if he lit the fire of the bush and the bush consumed sooner or later the fire will go out because the thing the fire was attached to was consumed but if God ever lights your fire you will burn forevermore yeah. If God ever uh, lights your fire, I can already tell you right now, you're gonna outlast your trial, you're gonna outlast your tribulation, and come on, you're gonna walk over the devil, you're gonna walk over your circumstance if God ever lights your fire. Yeah, you're gonna gonna outlast the struggle. You're gonna live to testify about it if God ever lights your fire. This fire in the burning bush also represent that God will preserve you while you're going through because the bush was definitely on fire, but the bush couldn't die. And if God ever lights your fire, you can go through a storm, and rather than decreasing through the storm, you come out out of the storm stronger than you went in the storm. How? How in the world can you be better after a storm than you were before you went in the storm? Why? Because God lit your fire. And he made you something that you were not before you went in that thing He brought something out of you that wasn't yet present until you went in that thing fire Through fire he reveals himself He reveals who you really are through the fire We didn't even know who you were Till you came through the fire Oh, we didn't know we didn't know how gold you were we didn't know how much gifting you had till you came through the fire. Tell somebody, look at him, say, it is evident that you're God's choice. Because you made it through the fire. He even uses fire to purify and to reveal his purposes. Fire, he uses fire. Uh, in Exodus 13, he uses fire to illuminate their minds. Exodus 13 and 21 says, the Lord was going before them in a pillar of cloud by day, leading them on the way in a pillar of fire by night to give them light that they may travel by day and by night. Hope you're hearing it in the spirit. God says, I got I got to move you not even when it's convenient. So I'm going to come and be a fire in your life that you have nighttime navigation. You're able to move when everybody else is waiting for daybreak. While everybody else is waiting for everything to look better, I'll light you a fire and I'll make you make big decisions when the lights are off meaning when it's a cloudy season things don't look as good I'll shift you navigate you move you bless you promote you even in the midst of the night can I have a few people who can testify that God didn't wait till after the pandemic to give you new money God didn't wait till after the big pandemic to bless your life how many can that God will bless you right in the midst of a crisis God don't need the crisis to stop to bless you He'll be a pillar of fire tell somebody in my night He'll move me even when I'm going through the roughest of times. And he'll keep me together. I feel the Holy Ghost. And tell somebody, not only move me, but he'll keep me together. I dare you to pop your collar. He'll keep me swag and fly while I'm going through my night. You think I'm in my day, but you don't know. I'm in my night right now, but he's keeping me looking good. Tell somebody, just keeping me looking good. Y'all, y'all think I'm in my, <laughs> if You be looking at people, y'all think people in their day, they ain't even, it ain't turned day yet, but God keep them looking good at night he'll try i ain't saying nothing he'll keep you looking good at night i got scripture it says when you're planted by the rivers of living water it says your leaf will not wither what does that mean it says your leaf will not wither what it means even when it's not your season he'll keep you looking like it's still your season you ain't hearing me he's a fire he'll preserve you Even when it's not your season, (laughs) oh, you ain't talking. This is what he does by fire. Uh, What he does by fire, he uses this fire to purify us and bring out his DNA in us. Because if not careful, we will be nothing more than what we were when we were born into the earth. But when fire comes in our lives, God will say, no, you were more than what you thought you were going to be. He uses the fire to bring out the best DNA that's really inside of us. Tell somebody, you may not really even know me. (laughs) Because fire will prove who I really am. Uh, Tell somebody, the fire, I'm gonna ask for the fire. Matthew 3, John the Baptist begins to try to outline the need for the fire. In Matthew 3, John the Baptist tries to outline the need for the fire. John the Baptist comes preaching in Judea in the wilderness. John the Baptist's ministry is very simple. John the Baptist preaches to the people, make make his path straight and prepare for the way of the Lord. He tells everybody, repent for the kingdom of God is at hand. He's baptizing everybody in the river of Jordan. They're confessing their sins, and at one point while he's baptized, I'm in Matthew 3, I'm at verse 7, he says he saw Pharisees and Sadducees come to his baptism. And he said unto these Pharisees and Sadducees, John the Baptist said, oh you generation of vipers. You people who are always keeping everybody else from breakthrough. That's what the Pharisees and the Sadducees was all about. They weren't about relationship, they was all about religion. Now don't be fooled, you'll find them in the synagogue, but you weren't going, you weren't going to grow nowhere. You'll find them in the synagogue, but they was going to use the word of God against you. Not for your good, but against your growth it was going to find the circumstance that you were in and find a scripture to tell you why you can't be what you should be why you can't go where you should go you know there's still some Pharisees and Sadducees around in our day and time There are some people who still use the word of God to condemn people and tell them what they can't do and what they can't go, y'all ain't never heard of no Pharisee, they're still around, they show up at different churches and they use the word to condemn rather than to free and the Bible declares in John 3 six. That God so loved the world that He gave His only begotten Son that he that believeth in Him should not perish but have everlasting life. Then it says, He that doesn't believe is condemned already, not because I condemned them, because they have not believed in the only begotten Son. So the ministry we have with people is not a ministry of condemnation. If a person is condemned, they're, they're condemned because they they don't believe, but other than that, our ministry is the ministry of reconciliation. So, if you're going through, I got new good news for you. If you've been if you've been sitting, I got good news for you. If you've been at the wrong place at the wrong time with the wrong people, guess what? I got good news for you. Jesus has come to save your life. Tell us why we got to get the gospel right. We got to get the gospel right. These Pharisees and Sadducees come to his baptism. He calls them a generation of vipers. He say, who warned you that you flee from the wrath to come? John the Baptist is pretty strong with these um, Pharisees and Sadducees because he you knows they're not really genuine. They're not really authentic people, you know. He says, bring forth therefore fruits, meat of repentance. Now, no one else he asked for fruits, meat of repentance, but he wanted to check of uh, these Pharisees and Sadducees. He said, you know, y'all go get some fruits, meat for repentance. Go get some signs that you're really showing that you want to change. <laughs> you know, <laughs> normally everybody else, he just baptized in water. But with people who don't really got a sincerity heart or purity for him. He said no you go back And he sends them away verse 9 and think not to you say within yourselves You have Abraham our father for I say to you that God is able uh, able of these stones to raise up children under Abraham Let me teach you while I'm moving he's saying to them They want to use the the information because they're Pharisees and Sadducees They are Jews all right from a historic perspective. They understand the Torah the Old Testament and the law and they feel Feel like they have an upper hand to God's will, right? That's one of the reasons why they're suppressing other people because they feel like they have an upper hand, right? And so they're gonna tell, they, he said, Don't come here with the excuse that you're grandfathered in the kingdom. Don't start talking about your father Abraham and that you are able, you're you're good enough for God, and you don't need baptism. That's what they're trying to say. We're Pharisees, and we don't need no baptism. You know, it's just like people who come to church, and the only reason they're in church is because their grandma started it, or their grandma bought the fifth pew, or something of that nature, and they hold everybody else in the church hostage because they were here when their granddaddy, old Samuel, Josiah, Moses Smith, uh, started the church, and they. Keep everybody else in oppression in the church because they've been grandfathered in. You know what I mean? They ain't got to come to rehearsal. They ain't got to follow no protocols or nothing. You know, they just do what they want to do. They run loose all over the church because they grandfathered. Y'all know what I'm talking about. You never been in that church good. You ain't never want to go there. It'll mess your mind up. I mean, they've been grandfathered in and they ain't got to follow no protocols or, or no processes. And they're hearty and hard of heart and stubborn. And John the Baptist said you ain't coming over here to be baptized I ain't even letting you be baptized because you think you are grandfathered in and you're not grandfathered in This is what he says he says because God will take people who know nothing about him that's what it means in verse 9 Abraham don't we have Abraham not to our father and I say to you that God is able to up these stones to raise up children unto Abraham he says look don't come in here talking about we better than them because no 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 God will take somebody who been strung out on drugs for 20 years clean them up save them give them the fire and turn this thing all around don't come in here cocky acting like you grandfathered into the kingdom so don't come in here with that attitude because god gotta switch the guards on you and bring up people you can't even think could be qualified to preach and pastor and work in ministry gotta turn that thing around tell somebody gotta turn that thing around follow me at verse 10 then he says uh, then he says and now also this John the Baptist talking the axe is laid unto the root of the trees what are you saying here watch out y'all he said things about the shift John the Baptist says the axe is laid to the root of the trees therefore every tree which bring not forth good fruit is hewn down cut down and cast into the fire that fire means the fire of judgment I indeed, and this is what Jonah said. I indeed baptize you with water unto repentance. But he that cometh after me is mightier than I. Lord help me, whose shoes I am not worthy to bear. He shall baptize you with the Holy Ghost. Somebody read the rest of it. And with fire. John the Baptist is trying to say look here guys I'm giving you an introductory level to the kingdom that when you come into the kingdom you got to be submerged inside this thing and go down and then come up a new creature and so I'm giving you a metaphoric illustration in the natural of what it's like to get into the kingdom so I'm gonna use water which represents cleansing and I'm gonna take you down into baptism so you can understand what he really want to do in your soul he says so I'm baptizing you as a first stage of conversion so that you can come into this this kingdom and so I'm baptizing unto repentance but there is one that cometh after me say after one of the greatest challenges in the church because the church has got caught up in denomination and so many people focus on what type of church you go to you know I can't even minister to people good before they ask me that profound question what kind of church you go to and I mean I mean what do you mean it's normally my question what do you mean what kind of church a church of Jesus Christ then I like, know no no I mean what is it Methodist AME CME Baptist uh, uh, what is it? primitive Baptist holiness Pentecostal non-denominational what kind of church you go into and this time type of murkiness have diluted the intent of God. I'm not trying to say that a Baptist church is not God. I'm not trying to say because some people just start defending your tradition just like the Pharisees and the Sadducees started doing and we can't grow because you start defending your tradition and they start defending their tradition. Come on, y'all don't know nothing about being raised in the church that talks about once a Baptist, always a Baptist. You ain't never been raised in the church when the apostolic fight against the church of God in Christ. You ain't never been raised. Y'all don't know about that don't know nothing If you want to know don't know don't get into it it'll lead you to nowhere but arguing all day about scripture and never getting anywhere and so he tells them, look y'all i ain't come to focus on the baptism of the water because there's one that cometh after me who is mightier than i and he gonna baptize you with what the holy ghost and with fire too many churches get focused on steps and not the fullness baptism is a part of the conversion process, but it's metaphoric to what he wants to do in your spirit. It's to tell you that God wants you to lose yourself under the water. He wants you to be different when you go down. You're going down one way and coming up another. It's the same thing. He's trying to show you an illustration of what it is to be in the spirit. When you really get in the spirit, you don't just, see this is where we got to get delivered at because we be in the spirit only, but only a portion of us is wet. And what God is trying to get is all of you wet. See, the baptism of the Spirit is to be fully wet in the Holy Ghost and to be fully drenched in his presence. And we got too many people who their feet is only wet. And they, they waist is only wet. And he has told us that he will baptize us in what? The Holy Ghost and with fire. Tell somebody with fire this at this added point with fire is what has caused a great commotion many times in churches because as people come to com- conversion to give their life to Christ and they are indeed Christians it is imp- it is possible to be a Christian in belief but be empty in spirit because it takes spirit in order to live the values of the word. Now I don't need nobody else to testify this but me. I know what it's like to try to live something I didn't have the power to do. Come on you can't just come in here and read these scriptures and think you're going to do them because you said Jesus washed your sins away. If you're not careful that's all you will have is forgiveness. But God has promised us more than forgiveness he's promised something else called deliverance. That he'll come in us with the Holy Spirit and with fire and take the lion out of us and take the cheating out of us and take the backbiting out of us and give us power over our flesh come on we can't preach a gospel if we preach a gospel that says that we always disobey God we're not preaching the full gospel because when you get into the gospel you'll find out the Bible tells us to crucify our our flesh and to mortify our flesh and there is another place in the walk with God where your flesh don't talk where your flesh don't communicate why how can a dead thing talk back how can a dead thing communicate in your life and there is another place that God's trying to get the body to but it only comes by fire say by fire oh I'm going to preach it I got a few more minutes it only comes by fire Well, i believe that many people are only trying to stay around the water baptism and won't get in the holy ghost baptism here is right in verse 12 follow me verse 12 says when jesus comes to baptize you with the holy ghost and so this is how i want to teach it because i am a teacher people think i just preach but i've been teaching for years hey man i've been teaching for years all right hey this is how it work he says look He says Jesus is the one that baptizes you with the Holy Ghost So Jesus baptizes you in the Holy Ghost Pastor Joe can administer like John the Baptist Administer baptism in water But only Jesus can confirm that you really go down with the right intentions. Only Jesus can confirm that when you gave your heart to him, that you really gave your heart to him. So I can administer the baptism by water like John the Baptist did. But I'm telling you, when your soul is right, when your mind is right, when you want to live for God, the Holy Spirit will come and Jesus will baptize you in the Holy Ghost. Come on. Jesus is the baptizer of the Holy Ghost and Jesus will do a transfer from the, pot, the fire he has, he will give it to you. Look at verse 12. It said, Whose fan is in his hand? Now, this is agricultural technology. A fan is how you blow away stuff. And so he says, When I come to baptize you with fire, one of the things I'm going to do, I'm going to clear the clutter. Because many times you can't get the Holy Ghost and the fire because you got too much clutter in your life. Too many other things are priority except God. Too many things are priority except the will of God. See, he can't come occupy your spirit when everybody else is priority in your spirit so we have to first get the fan which is an agriculture tool he put it in his hand and he clears the clutter you'll be surprised how much more God you can get in you if you get the clutter out of your life you'll be so, so much surprised how much more God will be in you some of y'all I feel the Holy Ghost messing with y'all so I'm gonna go ahead and mess with you too some of y'all is more dedicated to TV shows than you are to God somebody say somebody say fast for two days you don't have a conniption you don't went into convulsion but you dedicated to driving fast through the red lights, doing no appointments on Monday night at 8 in order to watch your show. And check this out. If you happen to have to do something at Monday at 8 o'clock and you can't be there to watch your show, you go record that thing. Because see, this is what I'm talking about. You can't get filled in the spirit when everything else is a priority. Oh, don't play with it. I know people. (laughs) Come on, don't I know people. I know how we'll behave. (laughs) And God is saying, you got to let me clear the clutter out of your life that nothing else is important but God. Let me tell you, when I got filled with the Holy Ghost, one of the biggest things that was in my way of getting filled with the Holy Ghost and the power of God is me. I was 17 years old, I had few strands of hair on my chin, and I was too worried about me. Meaning I ain't got time to be at no altar, I ain't got time to be looking no different type of way. You know, it's, it's impossible to be God conscious and self conscious at the same time. And so I'm at the altar trying to get converted, but I'm worried about who looking at me in the back. I'm worried about what they are gonna say after I get converted. See, and some of y'all can't make good changes in your life because too many other things are priority and I had to lose sight of all my friends and everything else now I'm 17 now I'm feeling myself you know what I'm saying and I got to lose sight of everything else and get filled with the Holy Spirit and when I got filled with the Holy Spirit I'll tell you the truth it really was like introducing a whole new Joe I went back to school I'm walking in the hallway and, and, and when I got filled with the Holy Ghost we tarry for the Holy Ghost and I'm not, doc, I'm not trying to preach the doctrine of Tarian. I'm not trying to preach the doctrine of Tarian. Those who know about Tarian, but I already told y'all about Tarian. It works. Tell somebody it works. Come on! I already gave you the natural analogy. If you call my name, Joe, a hundred times, even if I don't want to come see you, I'm gonna come see you. Know why? Because you don't call my name a hundred times, and I'm gonna come see you because I'm tired of you calling my name, and I'm gonna come to you and say what you want. So, what you think gonna happen when you call Jesus' name about three thousand times, uh, real fast? Talk about G G G G G He'll come and he'll fill you up. Don't tell me he won't come. If you ever lose yourself, He'll come. He'll come on, shut up. He'll, if you ever lose yourself, he'll come. You can't knock no Terry. I know it seems unorthodox, but if you ever get down on your knees and call his name, I bet you can't even count his call his name 50 times without the presence of God coming on you. I bet you can't call his name 20 times from your soul without his grace coming on your life. Shall I And I was so worried about everybody looking at me. Because I was too self-conscious to be God conscious. When I went to school the next day, I got filled with the Holy Spirit. And like I told you, I, I tarry for him. Which means to call Jesus about three million times. I tarry for him. And after I tarry for the Holy Ghost, I went to school with no voice. I know it. See, when you get at your mind, see, when you're self-conscious, you start saying, I ain't going to be calling no Jesus no, no 3,000 times. I'm being a little facetious here. I'm being a little facetious. I ain't going to be calling Jesus all them times and losing my voice. Well, don't act like you never lost your voice at no football game. Don't ever like you ain't never screamed for your child at no concert. Don't act like you ain't never yelled and screamed and got excited. See, we get in God and then we get so self-conscious. We get in God and we can't lift our hands. We get in God and we sit there. And then we use the excuse, Minister Emma, I don't praise God like they do. No, you too self-conscious. You may not praise God like me, but if you ever praise God, your praise is just as wild as mine. If you ever lose yourself, for what you have been trying to think uh, and said nobody but god brought me out uh, and you ain't worried about nobody else See, that self-consciousness that makes people say, and I know some of y'all are real praises undercover. I already know. I already know. Pastor, how you know? Because I went to a football game with you. And when that when that team scored that touchdown, you ran around. You hollered and screamed. So don't act like you ain't got it in you. I saw you run before. Don't act like you ain't got it in you. But we get into the presence of God and we get our reserve. I don't do what they do. Oh you got it too, tell somebody you got the praise. Yeah, you got it. Yeah, you just need to give it up, you got it. Yeah, you got it, you just need to give him some glory, you got it. Yeah, I was so self-conscious, so I decided, you know, I got to feel the Holy Spirit, my, my, my voice was gone. So I was trying to figure out how I was going to go to school the next day and how it was going to kind of be, you know. So I went to school the next day. And uh, I didn't want to talk to nobody because my voice was gone. And if I started talking to people, I had to explain what was going on with my voice. Because the other day my voice was fine, right? So, you know, do Joe, you got a cold? Joe, are you sick? And I want to kind of get, you know, kind of get away from those type of questions, you know? you know? You know, I don't want to deal with it, you know? So I just want to be Holy Ghost filled and quiet. You know, I just want to be filled with the Holy Spirit and nobody bother me. You know what I mean? You know, you know y'all, y'all getting that definition. I just want to be filled to the Holy Spirit and just be normal, you know. I just want to be normal. I want to be filled and normal, you know. You know you know, You, know, you got what I'm saying. You know, so I'm walking in the hallway and, and the young lady said, Joe, you've been quiet the last couple of days. Yeah, 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 yeah. You all right? Yeah, 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 yeah. I'm good. No, something different about you. You know, you know, teenage stuff gone, girl. You know, now nah, something different about you. Oh, my Lord! Oh, my God! In the hallway, y'all! Oh, my God! Joseph done got saved and filled with the Holy Ghost. Oh, my God! You done got filled with the Holy Ghost let me tell you something when the Holy Ghost fills your being it's going to be hard to tell people you the same old person because when the Holy Ghost come in it's hard to hide That the the overcomer living in you That the joy living in you That the peace is It's hard to hide this joy Tell somebody it's hard to hide this joy It'll break out in the midst of a storm It's hard to hide this joy It'll break out while I'm going through It's hard to hide this joy Here I am trying to hide Trying to hide this joy I'm trying to hide, you know she spotted me out. She said, Oh, I know the Holy Ghost. So, you know, she said, Oh, Joe, you done got filled with the Holy Ghost. She got, oh, it's funny. She got tickled about it. You know, I was still trying to be cool and I wasn't really interested in the conversation. And, and, and I don't know about y'all, and maybe it's not as prevalent as it used to be, uh, but when I got filled with the Holy Ghost and the fire, that thing came with this thing called quickening power. I don't know where it come from. Don't ask me. I don't know. It was like a small feature in there. It was a small feature in this package. I don't know how this quickening power came, but it came with this thing called quickening power. And I I don't know, I cannot always explain it, but you can be talking to I mean, I don't know where that thing came from, man. That thing was in that package. It it was in there, it was in there. And I I could not be trusted. I could not be trusted to call his name, to talk about his goodness. I could, some of y'all got grandmas and grandpas that way. They can't be trusted. They say his name twice in there I feel the Holy Ghost that one They can't be trusted They say the Lord is good Couldn't be trusted Oh y'all don't know what I'm showing y'all That quickening power Well when you think of the goodness of Jesus And all he's done for you Your soul tells somebody I can't be quiet uh, Don't let me talk about the Lord Y'all know what I'm talking about, a person that can't be trusted like that. I had that thing bad. I had that quickness so bad. So when she starts saying, ooh, Joe, you got filled with the Holy Ghost. Huh? I kept my book back. I start walking fast. Because I could not be trusted, I'm telling you. I was so happy to be saved and it brought a joy that was unspeakable. It brought a peace that was unspeakable. It brought something inside of me that I couldn't explain in natural words. It did something to me that I didn't even understand. It made me somebody I never thought I could be. Tell somebody the Holy Ghost saying fire. Tell somebody to say fire, 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 fire. Hash, fire, the fire. You can't sit on no fire. You can't sit on no fire. You can't be quiet as some fire. Let me go ahead and tell this while I'm here. <laughs> I'm thank God that I'm preaching today. But one of the things, you know, what I mean, I'm happy that I'm preaching, but one of the things I've been excited about the last three Sundays is sitting down in worship. Ooh! I've been excited for the last three Sundays of sitting down in worship. Yeah. I think on that second Sunday, man, I just tried to wreck. Tried to, I, ooh, y'all! Ooh! That second Sunday, oh, my God! Just, when Prophet tell you preached that Sunday and that way that worship came up in here, yeah. and the anointing came up in here. Yes, before she preached, we had to get up early because the anointing was just flowing. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Ooh! I've been. Thank God, y'all don't understand. Y'all understand if I have to preach every Sunday, how I'll be acting in worship and praise? See, I I, I calm myself down on purpose. I reserve myself every Sunday because I know I can't get sloppy drunk. Can can I use that? Because the Holy Ghost will. All right, I can't get sloppy drunk in the spirit and think I'm gonna be able to preach and teach to y'all And I'm just as all messed up, you know I'll be somewhere over there in that corner talking about yeah, Lord. Yeah, Lord You know what I'm saying like that. You know what I'm saying? And so I've been but in the last three Sundays I've been saying to myself I don't even know how y'all make it through praise and worship if I didn't have to preach every Sunday Don't you understand time that thing be going I'll be getting that thing don't you understand? I won't have to worry about nothing if I have to preach and teach y'all after praise and worship. <laughs> hey, bye, I got the hell. Tell somebody I got the hell. Can't help it. Something'll happen. I can't be trusted. <laughs> Listen, I got to get out of here. He, his fan, I got stuck on the clutter. That was on 12. His fan is in his hand. I got to go. He will thoroughly purge his floor. This is how the fire comes. He's going to clear the clutter. He will thoroughly purge his floor. It means he gets ready for harvest time. He will gather the wheat into the gardener, but he will burn up the shaft with unquenchable fire. What does this mean? When he clean you up and get you ready for the Holy Spirit baptism and the fire, he'll rearrange your priorities. He'll rearrange your focus. Hallelujah. Oh, Lord. Y'all praying for me today. Y'all praying. You gotta be low on fire. Tell somebody, you gotta be low on fire. If you can just miss church, not connected online or in person, for two months, and don't feel like you miss nothing, I'm gonna tell you straight forward, you low on fire. You low on fire. You can't try to give me no definition about nothing else. You low on fire. No, you low on fire don't try to dress it up you low on fire because I'm telling you when you got a fire for God and fire for worship and fire for praise not only do you praise God by yourself because I got to deal with that because you know I'm good now. don't think I just was born yesterday I've been preaching for 27 years there's some people who say pastor but you don't know I get my personal relationship on with the Lord but that ain't all the Bible talks about is personal relationship the Bible says oh let us magnify his name together now, Come on, how about a together praise uh, where we can worship God together, whether you're online or in person. I want to call you back to online uh, and I want to call you back to in person because uh, it's hard to fight the devil when you don't connect with other people with fire. And I'm not trying to be mean. I promise you, y'all know I'm trying to be mean. This this is Pastor appreciation month. If anything, I need to be good this month. Come on, y'all. I'm kidding, yeah. Just laugh a little bit. Just laugh a little bit. All right. What I'm trying to say is, come on, y'all. What I'm trying to say to y'all is, come tell y'all, you need to get around other fiery people don't skip church when you're going through a storm even if you low, if you barely got here and be like Pastor Joe you don't even know I'm on E, come on E come with fumes in your tank and getting around somebody else with some fire and that's how you go through your storms, you don't go through your storm and your pain being at home complaining about everything going wrong, get up and enter his gates with thanksgiving and enter his courts with praise and come to the house of the Lord get online and watch how battle you start feeling come on now come on now you start getting around other people with fire and that's you know you start saying well you know what I'm gonna make it through this thing you know you start looking at everybody else and then you nest around and catch somebody after church you catch somebody after church who has been dancing and praising who got the fire and then you start telling them your story like child you don't know what I've been going through And you start telling them your situation because yeah. For a reason to, uh, to tell them why you got a reason to be depressed yeah. You telling them your story but you tell them your story on why you got a reason to be down yeah. And why you telling them that they all excited you saying why you ain't sad yet? Cause they looking like you don't even know what I've been through But I decided I'm not gonna die in that thing sitting there testifying to them and they looking at you like uh, hallelujah you know you're looking for pity and sympathy while you're telling your story and they getting all excited thank you Jesus hallelujah God ain't ain't God good no you were looking to cry you were looking for somebody you can fall out with but somebody with the fire ain't got time to be talking about how pitiful you are and how much the devil don't beat you up come on people with fire don't respond that way they'll listen to you but after that thing they say girl boy God gonna turn this thing around. Get yourself together. Don't you know our God will take little and make much. Don't you know our God will turn things around. Don't you know our God is a God. Tell somebody get next to somebody with some fire. I'm about to finish. Tell somebody say ask for the fire. I'm about to finish. I'm about to finish. I want you to ask for the fire. I ain't even gonna go to x 2, I'm gonna stop. I want you to ask for the fire, I've preached enough. I want you to ask for the fire. You talking about going through a storm and coming out like you ain't never been, f- been through it? Ask for the fire. Ask God to give you a fresh fire to face the storm. Ask, ask for the fire. i dare you to ask for the fire. The, the, the fire, listen what the fire are doing. The fire will bring you out while you still in it. You ain't hearing what I'm saying. You're still going through it, but your spirit is already on the other side You're still facing the circumstances of it, but the fire will bring you out while you still in it. Tell somebody say, ask for the fire I want you to understand that what this church is going through in this season, this is why I'm preaching it God has released the fire on this church We're going to be ignited in miracles. See, a church without fire, we won't ever have no miracles. A church without fire ain't going to never have people with fresh testimonies. I'm not talking about no 1965 testimony. I'm not talking about no archaic ancient testimony. I'm talking about what has God done for you lately type thing. A church that's absent of fire, people only have testimonies that are 25 and 30 years old. But a church with fire constantly running hey, by shot, with testimony, I heard the Holy Ghost say some of y'all got a testimony right now. Churches with fire have a constant flow of fresh testimonies. Yeah, yeah, yeah. A church with fire. See, church with fire don't always have service the same way. We may have order and that's when people who just be just like God, God is a God of order all that running around that they did in the church god is a god of all that's that old spirit and they're just that clamp you down don't let you praise god's spirit you know clamp you down you ain't never been in them clamp you down places where you start breaking forth into praise and of all of a sudden four people from the back who ain't praised god in 10 years come hold you down you ain't never seen one of those things boy it's a vicious thing they got that thing good too. that get you in one of them circles, man. You can't get loose hey, Amen, you get to one of them circles about four of them things. They ain't danced and praise God in years Y'all know what I'm talking about <laughs> Some of y'all was like Pastor, I'm telling you, if you ever seen it, you be like, let me go get me out of here God done too much for me. Get me out of here. I'm like, no, no God is a God of order But the truth of the matter is, this is how I look at it. God is the order. He's not just a God of order; He is the order. He sets the order. And sometimes when we get in here, we plan to do three songs, we end up in four and a five. Sometimes we plan to preach long, and we don't preach. Sometimes we go forth in the praise. Sometimes we go forth in the prophecy. What happens? It happens when a church start being baptized in the fire. Come on, stand on your feet. I'm done for today. Come on, stand on your feet. I want you to ask for the fire. I'm done for today. I feel like I got more to share, Brother Hagens, but ask for that fire. Lift your hands. I feel the fire falling, too. You talking about coming out of your circumstance and baffling the devil? Ask for the fire. You talking about strength over your emotions and your flesh? Ask for the fire. Oh, I wouldn't be a true preacher if I didn't tell you that I had some sin binges in my life. Oh, yeah, I got a real one today. <laughs> I had some sin binges in my life. Well, I just fell into some sin and then couldn't get out. Y'all don't know about no falling in no sin. And that sin real slippery too. You get up, you be slipping all back again. Every time you get up, slip all over time. But I started asking God for the fire. See, the fire is different from forgiveness forgiveness means he'll forgive you of what the sin you done but forgiveness is not deliverance forgiveness is not deliverance you can keep sinning and keep getting forgiveness you can slip monday tuesday and get fresh forgiveness forgiveness is not necessarily deliverance Deliverance is get this thing out of me that I don't have the desire to slip no more get this thing out of me give me teaching give me information give me fire so I don't always need forgiveness for the thing you keep doing all over again so y'all don't know what I'm talking about oh y'all hear what I'm saying the fire will move you to a whole new level of your life of prosperity of hope and i'm not the one who teach holy spirit baptism and then teach poverty because that same fire will give you a get up and go to go get your life oh that same fire will put you on destiny trip and prosperity that same fire this is not a broke fire see many people wasn't attracted to the holy ghost because when the holy ghost um and i'm gonna say and i want to say this i want to say when the holy ghost first came out (laughs) you know during the years where people really start seeing the Holy Ghost when it first came out it was already available when people start finding out about the Holy Ghost some of the first participants of the Holy Ghost was broke people they had nothing else but God and they got filled with the Holy Ghost but they were broke then over the years people with money was like I'm not getting no Holy Ghost and staying broke now, if that's all you got is a shower and a dance, you can have that Holy Ghost. Yes, oh, y'all playing around with it, but the Holy Ghost will make you prosperous. Oh, the Holy Ghost will bless your career the Holy Ghost will bless your whole life. the Holy Ghost will bless your whole family the Holy Ghost and the fire is more than than shouting and dancing it'll go home and help you raise a successful family it'll go home and make you help you go to work and prosper in your career. The fire is for life not for church for life. Lift your hands Father I pray that the fire. Father I pray that there is a fresh desire for the fire I pray that there's a fresh renewal and release today oh I feel the fire burning right now I feel the fire burning in your hearts that I don't care how long you've been saved there is a place where you just want more of God there's just a place where you get hungry and, and absolutely thirsty for God in Jesus mighty name glory to God I just I'm just while I'm praying I've just got reminded I just got a fresh renewal myself and thought today to, uh, even yesterday i not having to share it with Pastor Robert I just put myself on a 40-day no social media fast because there's something fresh that I want from God and I don't need to be distracted by some things and I said God I'm just gonna go on a 40-day social media fast Only thing I'm gonna do on social media is ministry. If it ain't ministry, I ain't doing nothing. None of the other things that are not sinful is not sinful, but I'm gonna retract from all those things for 40 days that I may find another place with God. That's what I just said. It just happened yesterday. Today, my first day. I'm on a 40 day journey of no social media. See, that's priorities. That's priorities. Social media can't be that important. It can't be that important. I use it. I have it. But it can't be that important. It can't be that important that we lose sight of who God is. Hands lifted. Hands lifted. We hope you've been blessed by this fresh word from Truth Gatherers Dream Center Church. Pastor Joseph Davis and the congregation invite you to join them. You can find more information by following them on social media. Just look up Truth Gatherers Dream Center Church. And we pray that God will bless you richly and abundantly in the coming days, knowing that he is a rewarder of those who diligently seek him.